contention no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. So it is critical that you have to know where you are placed to be able to function. A lot of us are just going to and fro. Let me give you a scripture in the book of James. First, give me Psalm 119 verse 113. Take you to 112 first, to 113. Psalm 119. 112 says, I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever to the very end. I hate the double-minded, but I love your law. Anytime you are double-minded, God hates you. Today you are here. Tomorrow you are another place. You don't even know where you are. You don't know where you belong. And a lot of us, a lot of people are in churches or they are in places or at a workplace and they don't know why they are in the workplace. So they can turn the workplace into a gossip or turn the church into a gossip place or turn the place into body body. They think they are here for nothing. You are in a place for a reason. And he says this. He says in, in the book of James, I'm not saying it's scripture. I'm using scripture to back it before you say I say it. Because some of us don't have direction of life. And me, I don't have a dress, so I will not come to church. And they are saying this, they are saying that. So me also, follow them and be John John. Follow, follow. Like the Nigerian man will say, you don't have a mind of your own. Everybody that knows placement don't has a mind of his own. What has a man faced before? But if persuasion, double-mindedness should be the key, would have run away a long time. But some of you seated here, you don't have a mind of your own. Every little thing will blow you away. So sometimes you don't even want to hear. To keep your faith. Because when you hear, you will fall out. If you want to succeed and survive in life, you should have a certain attitude. You have to know that God placed you in a place for a reason. If you don't respect the place, you can't succeed. It doesn't matter how many years you'll be here. I don't want to know how many, how long you have been in this church. I want to know how profitable your life has been. Don't, don't be like the student in the university who is at the university and knows all the lecturers there, but he has never graduated. Some of you know them. You went to the university, you met them there, you finished and they were still there. Tell me if you didn't meet a classmate like that. Because they don't know why they are in the school in the first place. Ask somebody sitting by you, do you know why you are even a Christian in the first place? Because if you don't know why you are a Christian, anything goes. Um, yeah, sorry, Miss Kobe. We are going to church. I'm coming. So some of you come to church and throughout the message, you'll be conversing. Because at, at our age, where I am and where you are, 
if you still need somebody to tell you to behave, then you have a problem. Some of you will sit through this service and you can't hear even one word. You will just be fidgeting with your phone as if your phone, your Bible is on your phone, but nothing is on it. All that you are doing is you are beep, you are sending WhatsApp, you are checking on meals, you are conversing and laughing with somebody outside of the service. And can't you reason that the person is distracting you? Why are you sitting here in any way? You took time off your bed and come and stay in church to hear the word of God and you'll be fidgeting with your phone, sending messages and be conversing with somebody. Oh, how nice is your jewel? How is your dress night? How much did you buy it? Your shoe and you are conversing. Hey, yesterday night I saw you around here and now you are, hey, is that okay? And then you are laughing and talking and giggling at the place and disturbing even people that sit around you. And you think you are here as a matured adult and you know why you are here? I'm sorry for you. And it's a canker if we don't get why we are here. Listen to me. I don't believe in wasting my time. With my life, every little time is important. Jesus, at the age of 12 years, after these 10 years, if you don't change your attitude, I don't know what will change you again. Can you give me that scripture? Jesus, 12 years. That's somebody 12 years. He said, when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. Let's move on. When they had finished the days as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind. He stayed behind in Jerusalem and Joseph and his mother did not know it. But supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. And he said, now so it was that after three days, they found him in the temple. How many days? Three days. days. Twelve years old. Some of you, your children will even tell you, mommy, I want to come to church because I go to Sunday. Shut up. Mommy, I don't want to be late to church. You want to be late with your church, your child to be late also. And sometimes the child will try to rebel. Then you beat the child. So I told you, after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers. Both listening, doing what? Listening to them and asking them what? Questions. This is the secret to greatness. If you want to excel in life, create an ear of listening and then ask intelligent questions. So if at this age, we will be in church, and some of us whatsapping, talking, fidgeting and giggling and we cannot even pay attention. Where God has given us, you know, our, our retention level is higher than that of a child. And we cannot even stay through to listen. And we can only be talking. And most of you congregation, you know what? So there are places when the ushers are even watching to go and sit. You don't want to sit. You think I don't know this? There are some people you don't want to sit around them. But you can't tell the usher. So you are trying to be nice and polite. But the truth of the matter is that some of them are nuisance to you. I had somebody confess to you. and said, Pastor, it is church. But if it is not of God, there are some people that when they sit by me, I can slap them. Because they don't make me listen to anything. 
throughout the service, just conversing and disturbing me. Why do you allow yourself to be used that way? Tell somebody divine placement. Tell the person divine placement. If you don't know why you are here, then why are you here? Hello? We need to benefit. Tap somebody and say, Pastor, these serious people. And tell the person, be serious for once. Amen. Because, Charlie, divine placement is key. In that place, it reveals God's perfect plans for you. It reveals God's source of identity, your identity, who you are. That is where you find it. It reveals God's intended estate, shelter, abode, protection, or safety. It reveals God's supply, provision, and sustenance. It reveals God's assignment for, for you and I. It reveals God's express command and intent for us. It reveals God's concern for relationship and fulfillment. It reveals man's godly authority and dominion. When you find yourself in, in your divine placement, these are the things that God reveals in your life. You can't afford to lose it. And I can't afford to lose it. God puts you and I in a place because of what he wants to do in our life. Do you agree with me? He put us in a place because of what he wants to do in our life. God divinely connects us for his ultimate purpose. In this house, God is connecting us for his ultimate purpose. Out of here, some will find women to marry. Some will find men to marry. Some will find business partners. Some, and hear me, if you find somebody as a business partner, please, if you are doing business with somebody, be faithful. In divine connection, you don't do business without being faithful. Don't borrow without paying. Because you are church members for divine connection. So that you benefit from each other. Symbiotism. In the animal kingdom or in the butterfly kingdom, they, they, they dwell on each other. They feed on each other for something. Cross-pollination. Go and find it out. I'm not teaching biology today. <laughs> Amen. So, you are here. Somebody might be selling shoes. You benefit from the shoe. Somebody might be selling dress. You benefit from it. But when you benefit, it's because of the fellowship you are all enjoying. There is something you can also give somebody. That is how you do it. Don't get things without pain. Please. One thing I hate in life for people to take people for granted. If you are my member and you are owing people and they come and ask permission, I'll tell them they should arrest you. I don't believe in going and fast and praying for some things. Because some things is attitude now. It is not fasting and prayer. My boss will say that there are some physical demons you don't pray. You deal it with it physically. You might not like what I'm telling you, but that is the truth. Listen to me. If we talk of the house of God, we should be decent enough. If I come to you and I say, borrow me your pen. You are not giving it to me because you can't give it to somebody on the street who you don't know. Is that not it? You are giving it to me because we are family. 
So even if this pen is your pen that you treasure, you are giving it to me because of the relationship. So when I also take it, I should be responsible enough to make sure that I return the pen to you in a good state. And not abuse it so that when you talk, he said, I buy. But are we not all congregation members? Are we not going to the same church? And when this happens, you are just talking. God divinely connects us for his ultimate purpose. We are here for a purpose. Do you think I'll be Reverend Ismaila if it's not because of you? I will never be. Don't let us, don't let us get this thing clear. Some of you, the witnesses you give out there about me is what speaks about me also. And why would that be? It's because of the relationship. Somebody will be here. He will not employ someone out there. But he saw you in church. Going about. And he felt compelled. He called a young man, come here. What work do you do? I don't do anything. It's okay. I want to employ you. And he takes you into his company. And you go there and gang up with people. Listen, the issue is that a lot of nonsense is going on in Christendom. And the pastors are not talking because they've sold their conscience. Me, I don't sell my conscience. I bless you when you bless me. But don't think because you bless me, you can fool and I'll clap for you. I'll talk to you. Because I need you to be with me. I don't want you to go. And that is how God loves us. The person has given you work. And tomorrow you will turn insulting that same person. Forgetting that the person picked you. And helped you. He could have done it for somebody else. But he did it for you. You should be appreciative of it. And know that you had it because of church. But can you be trusted? Tell somebody divine placement. Can you be trusted? When they need to trust you, you have to show trustworthiness. Integrity is important. Listen, I want you to live a life with contentment. Be honest for once. Be honest for once. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277-250-420 or plus 233-249-39-3361 Email us revismila at gmail.com Visit our website icgcislegon.com Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. Because we are here as a family to nurse each other's wounds. To build each other and to cover each other. That is what church is all about. Tell somebody that is all what church is all about. 
if you can sit down at a place and dissect and break down your own congregation member, and you the congregation member, you too don't disappoint people. Can I hear an amen? You don't like my message this morning. That city is getting hot. Ask somebody, how hot is your city? After these 10 years, we should sit in this church. That when I pick my phone and I call somebody, or you pick your phone and call somebody to do something, you will not doubt that the person will do it. You shouldn't doubt. We need in the place of your placement, that is where your divine partner is, to succeed. Your divine partner is in the place where you are placed to succeed. And to some of you that are married already, stop disturbing the young girls and pretending so when you are going to talk to them that you remove your ring and put it in your pocket and pretend you are not married. Because you might not probably come here with your wife or your wife is not here. Please. If you are married, you are married. Hello. You are not saying anything. Amen. Say divine placement. Because you see, when you place, you, you, you place a, a seed in an environment... That seed can grow based on the environment around it. If there are weeds around the seed, it can grow. If the environment is so that the seed cannot grow, we, the first scripture we studied from this divine placement was the, the, the sower, isn't it? You saw some seed, they all had a potential because they fall in the wrong place. They couldn't do anything. I want to see the seed that God has given me multiplying and being fruitful. Hallelujah. You cannot succeed outside who and where God has planted you or placed you. You cannot succeed outside who and where God has placed you. Wherever God placed you, that is where you succeed. So you need conviction. You need what? You need conviction and revelation. To identify the place and the person of your destiny. You need conviction and revelation to identify the place and the person of your destiny. In other words, if you cannot see, that's what Paul said, I pray for you that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. Now, can I give you an example? If you know that you are living in a place... And that is what takes care of your rent, your food, your clothing, your everything. Will you play with the place? But if you don't know that this is where you are getting everything, but you joke with the place. That is how it is. If you know you are a son of the king, will you go and beg the king for food? You work as a royal. So that is revelation. Knowing is important. So with all humility, ask person, do you have a revelation of where you are? Oh, ask the person, do you have a revelation? God uses 
two major things in divine placement. One is circumstances. In divine placement, God uses some of these. One, he uses circumstance or circumstances. In divine placement. Say circumstances. Things that goes on. He uses it to place you. Some of you happen to be members of this church because you relocated into the area. You were looking for a church and you find here. It's a circumstance of what? Accommodation. Do you understand me? Some of you, out of circumstance, maybe you have a challenge and a problem. And you were talking to somebody, said, oh, when you go to a church, I know a church, Yahweh Temple, you'll be fine. And immediately you enter in, you wanted to come and see me, you have not even seen me, God started working in your life. So you stayed. Amen. Some of you, out of a circumstance of marriage, you become a congregation member. Some of you, through a friend, you became a member. So, so many circumstances brought all of us here. Is that okay? And so that is how God divinely places us. So one, Joseph had a dream in Canaan, but was sold and fulfilled it in Egypt. Do you agree with me? At the age of 17, he had a dream, but the dream was not where he had it, but the dream was somewhere in Egypt. How did it happen? He went through circumstances. Genesis 37 from verse 1 to 11. You will read it. You will know it. I mean, he was loved by his father. He has a coat of many colors. But in the midst of it all, with his dreams, his brother sold him out. Out of the circumstances of jealousy, he was thrown out. To you, it's a tragedy. To me, it's a tragedy. But in the scheme of God, that is the only way God can place him in his divine placement. Some of you, out of anger or something, you run here. But it is not about the incident, but it is how God was connecting you to a divine place to be fulfilled. So, circumstances can lead us into our divine placements. And typical example is Joseph. So, in Genesis 50, 19-21, when his brothers were confused after the death of the father, and they were scheming and saying, we don't know what will become of us. Now that Joseph is the king in this place, when they went to him, what Joseph told them, they said, you meant it for evil. Joseph said to them, do not be afraid, for I am in the place of God. He said, but as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, in order to bring about as it is to this day, to save many people what? Alive. His brothers thought that they were doing harm of selling him or trying to kill him, but that was what God was using to lift him up. If you understand divine placement, you will not bear people grudges. And I'm saying that to end. I'll give you two of them and I'll end. If you understand divine placement, you will forgive people. You will forgive things. Because if you are a child of God, then you have to know that God will use divine circumstances. Which in the outside world or in the scheme of men, it might be evil. But in the scheme of God, it will turn that good bad thing to something good for you. That is why he said that he makes all things work together. For what? For good. For them that what? Love. Not that hate. Love the Lord and are called. According to what? His purpose. So, it is important for us to know that in the scheme of God, circumstances, offenses, challenges, everything helps us to be in his will. That is why God will rebuke us. 
That is why God will chastise us. That is why God will correct us. It is not for our destruction, but to help us find his perfect will for our lives. So if you don't go through that, you cannot find God's perfect will. It's important for you to understand this. So in the perfect scheme of God, what you call a tragedy is God's preparation for your greatness. The irony is that anytime you are going through it, you will not understand it. So it's not pleasant. You will complain. Joseph did. He even told somebody, remember me when you go out there. Because I've been here for long. I believe he would have said that, God, why have you forgotten me? Because I, 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 I can't understand it. How can you show me such nice dreams of, of, of stars, moon, and chefs, and everything, and have a coat of many colors, and here I am without a coat of many colors, and I'm going through, God bless people for sowing seed, and I'm going through a lot of things and all that. Why should I go through what I'm going through? Because didn't you show me this picture? At least I should become worse. You, I have that dream, I should make it. But you see, anytime God shows you such dreams, he will kill you first. Oh, you, you are not clapping because you are not getting it. I know the house is not comfortable, but that is how it's supposed to be for us. He will kill your face. Through circumstances, you die. Joseph died before he resurrected. Bible says in some one of I said, he knew of Joseph. That he's the one to redeem them. But before the time came, he tried him. God tried Joseph. He took Joseph through so many things. Pain. Torture. And Bible said God was trying. I don't know what God is using to try you. Some of us, our ego is what God is trying. God will break our ego and our pride. Before that dream. That great thing. You think God has started with us. God has never started with any of us. Believe you me. He knows us better. When you say, God bless me, I need this. God knows you. That when he gives it to you, you will mess up. So he will break it before he gives it to you. Sometimes you don't understand. Don't. We all ask why me. But if it's not us, then who? <laughs> Today we quote Abraham. Abraham's blessings are mine. How many of you like the blessings of Abraham? Oh, come on, give me a way. How many of you love the blessings of Abraham? How many of you are ready to pay the price of Abraham? <laughs> Peter Thomas says we all want to go to heaven. But no one wants to die. <laughs> How can you go to heaven when you don't die? <laughs> Amen. So we pay a price. When God will make you a very good healing evangelist, you will battle with some things. If God wants to make you a great prophet, yeah. So when I see some people, I look at them and I laugh. Look, a lot of people who are calling themselves prophets are not prophets. So don't deceive yourself. Next year, we are talking of leadership, apostolic and whatever. I will teach you on the offices. Eh? The office. We have the office... Eh? And then we have the callings. The calling and the office is not the same. Every, each and every one of us are called. But in the office we are chosen. And in the calling gift, there is a general gift. 
in the general gift, every believer needs to have it. And the last time I demonstrated here in this church, how many of you were around when I did it? Where I call people who are sick and I'll ask you to lay hands on them and pray for them. And then they are fine. And people were surprised. He said, hey, how did it happen? Because there is a general calling. You have the healing ministry. He said, if anyone is sick, lay hands on them. So you have the grace to lay hands on somebody to be healed. Tell somebody you have the grace. <laughs> Word of knowledge. Knowing your name, knowing whatever, knowing what you ate, knowing whatever it is, is a general gift for every believer. Word of wisdom. What will happen in the future? Interpretation of tongues. But when we come to the offices, it's different altogether. Hello? People are moving word of knowledge, word of wisdom, interpretation of prophecy, and they say they are prophets. But the office of the prophet is heavier. Is what? It's heavier. God takes you through circumstances before he will give you an office. We grow into the offices. Nobody starts from the office. That is why Jesus has to grow into his office to become what? The prophet, the teacher, the priest for us. Why? Because you don't just emerge in the office. You grow into the office. So for 30 years, he was studying. He was growing. And when the time came, he went through submission. Baptism of John the Baptist. Then the ovens, ovens now opened. God said, now you have qualified. I can place you in that place. And even that, before I give you the final office, you have to die. So he took him to the cross. He died. And when he died, now Hebrews tells us that we have a high priest who can bear with our infirmity because he's interceding for you and I. He has, he's now standing in his office. And before you get to that office, you have paid a lot of price. You have matured so that when God reveals some things to you, you can handle it. There are a lot of things God will reveal to some people. They can't handle it. That's why you see some people. Gah, 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 gah. Then you are talking everywhere. But God can reveal things. That you can't talk. Paul says that I saw things. That I couldn't mention. Hey do you know the dreams you've been having? You go and have some dream. You no know, then you come and. You <laughs> the kind of dreams God will show you. But he says. Until the appointed time. Have you not read the book of Daniel and other things? They see it is as a shut up. The seal is for an appointed time. It is not for now. Amen. Amen. Rise up on your feet. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Legon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m.
on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you.